Welcome back to the Affinity Collective Action Broadcast. Um, it's great for all of you who are returning to return and to hear us give out again. And for any new listeners, uh, welcome to our little spot over here where we talk about global politics, uh, what's happening in the world, local politics what's happening here in Ireland because, you know, there's not a lot of leftist podcasters who talk about Ireland so much. Um, there's not I did, I did, I did <laughs> well. actually discover a, a, a leftist podcast um, which has a few Irish people on it and is pretty great called uh, Anime, the Anime podcast. So if you are looking for more content in that world, uh, you should check them out. Okay, interesting. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe I will. Yeah, actually. yeah. I've got to, I've got to listen to some podcasts, right? I mean, if I'm gonna be on one, but I don't fucking listen to any. You like, don't listen one. to podcasts. <sighs> no, not really. What? I mean, like a little bit. Like I listen, like the only, like, the only podcast I really listen have listened to has been like the Vegan Vanguard, and it's just because. Yeah, Shocking. Like Shocking. Yeah. Feel yeah. ashamed. Absolutely, Phil. You're like the I, person. I you're like the person at the open I mic don't. that shows up, comes on third or something, says a terrible <laughs> poem, and then goes home, not listening to everyone else's terrible poems. <laughs> That's your position here. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry, listeners. This is ah. Uh... <laughs> It's like, I'm not, like, <laughs> it's not me saying I'm too good for podcasts, because yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, <laughs> I'm fucking on one, like. Yeah, I'll say you're I mean, on it's one. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> no, I no, don't know. for real. So, if you don't recognize us at this stage, uh, it's me, Mouse, over here. And it's me, Cassandra, over here. We should get into it. So, uh... Yeah. Uh, one th- actual thing I wanted to talk about. Sorry, I didn't bring this up with you. Uh, we do a little bit of prep, and when I say that, I mean five minutes. <laughs> we were like, "What do you want to give out about?" <laughs> we let's peel back the curtain a little bit. Um, but uh, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about unions as well, because actually, what's happening in our area in the in the Sligo Leitrim area is there's a branch of Catu being set up which is really exciting. Um, They are a tenants union here in uh, Ireland. They're making a lot of gains at the minute. They're a really cool organization. Uh, If you don't know them, you should check them out. Yeah, like, so that's just getting started. They're mostly a Dublin-centric organization uh, at this stage, I think. Isn't that right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that, like, they started in Dublin, but I think they do have some in, like, Belfast as well, if I'm not mistaken. Like they have, they have a few branches. They're and like you said, they're growing. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're gonna be most places before too long. At least that should be the <laughs> <laughs> that should be the goal, and that's what I'd like to see happen. Um, so like join your local branch of Katu, mm-hmm. and you know if you don't have a local branch of Katu, maybe you should contact Katu. And ask them to help you set up a local branch. Yeah, no, they're they're really fantastic. Uh, a lot of what they do is they help people out by providing them with kind of like legal resources, um, as well as doing direct action to keep people in their homes. 
Um, so they're really up for getting out on the streets, um, using tactics like shame, which I'm a big fan of. I'm always a fan of shame, you know. <laughs> You're too much of a fan you of shame. You can't be too much of a fan of shame, you know. It's what made this country the country it is today. <laughs> that's that's not the endorsement you <laughs> Um Yeah, well you look at countries that have no shame, like the US and you tell me if that's better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they made okay, Henry look. Kissinger, is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> Every time it just comes back down to Henry Kissinger. Well, he it? won't die. Like you know, he won't even do that the decent thing and just die, die already. Like you, you can't, know. you can't kill like pure evil. You can't, you can't, yeah. you just can't. Like that's mm -hmm. the power of yeah. pure evil. You just yeah. survive. Live as on. long he'll as be, he'll be like Prince Prince fucking what's his face who looked like a walking corpse. Yeah. Well, as long as Noam Chomsky outlives him, I'll be happy. That's that's that, that's what I'm holding out hope for. I kind of see him as like the whatever, the light side and the dark side of like the the like old Jewish academia types like, you know, one's like good and one's evil. Like, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> but they're ultimately the same soul just split into like these two two different holes. Two two fucking diametrically. Yeah, opposed. they are the dialectic. Let's be honest. I, Tomsky and Kissinger are the dialectic. <laughs> I mean kind of yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway. <laughs> Back to Katu. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so they're starting up a branch in the area. Uh, we've had one meeting so far, uh, so I've signed up, and Cass, you've signed up too, right? I have yet to sign up properly, but I'm going to the next meeting. Yeah, so. fantastic. Um, but if you are in the area, it's just getting off the ground. If you want to be involved in organizing, everything's done from the ground up. So if you've got like great ideas, while we're just establishing ourselves as a union now is the time to kind of like get in because there's less voices so more chance your ideas are heard you know yeah and now is a good time to be fighting back i think what well, with you know everything that's happening um and like it's like everything's getting more expensive and it's getting harder to live and of course rents are just continuing to fucking rise yeah they're continuing so to grow you know, and and right now we don't really have a way out. You know, there's no one protecting really tenants from from the top. It seems so. So we've got to organize from the bottom. Yep, it's the only. Yeah, option. but not only that. No. Uh, so uh, if you can't guess, I'm a syndicalist. So uh, I'm trying to sign up to as many unions as possible. <laughs> um, I'm also involved in the WABS. The work, industrial workers of the world, um, they're trying to get more momentum in Ireland too. So if you are interested in joining a workers' union or starting one at your work, uh, I'd really recommend the IWW. Um, they're great. They've got a good body of resources, and again, aren't afraid to uh, get their hands dirty if needs be. Uh, I've recently mm -hmm. started a job. So, uh, so unions are uh, are uh, getting even even more prominent in my life. I think you know, 
now I'm not a, a lumpen pro pro anymore. Like you know. <laughs> well, I'm lumpen for life. <laughs> lumpen for so. life. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Mm. That's yeah, Kunin would um, be proud. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> way to make it weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what else is happening in the world, Cass? Why don't you give us the lowdown? Well, um, God, uh, every, like I, I, I can't even look out at the at the at the rest of the world right now because it's just so, God, everything's so fucking horrifying, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But uh, looking at the UK, uh, like all of the shit that's happening now with like, like the bills they're trying to force the through. new protest laws, go to prison for a year. Yeah, like yeah. do any sort of demonstration, go to prison for a year. Yeah. Well, it's solid, like you yeah. know. <laughs> it like, like I mean, the UK is just it's it's it was sliding into fascism before now it's kind of like full tilt going full tilt in that direction it's like it's astonishing but it's been happening for so long and this is just like yeah i mean this was inevitable uh yeah no it, it is kind of shocking uh what's kind of coming out of there like like i've heard that uh even just like linking arms so say you're trying to like block a road or whatever if you link arms that's counted as a lock-on and they want to change the legislation so that that can hold a prison sentence of a year for linking arms mm. like you know like the most hippie yeah, you deserve hippie to peaceful a, a, like all this talk about like peaceful protest uh, and stuff like that and it's like ah oh, yeah. yeah but we're just gonna outlaw anything because anything that's seen to be effective like the state will just crush so like they they yeah. changed violent protests. They were like, oh, no, that's not effective. You have to peaceful protest. Which, let's be honest, it's far less effective than violent protest. So they're like, oh, no, that's the only legitimate form of that. And now that's got some degree of successfulness. They're like, no, shut that down. <laughs> peaceful uh, protesting. Uh, uh, Write a letter to your MP or whatever it is over there. That's the only form of protest that they want. Till that, till that changes something they don't like, and they make that illegal too. <laughs> it's it's shocking, <laughs> but like this is happening. Yeah. This is happening, and it's like, mm -hmm. I mean, and like. I mean, the, we can talk about how the U.S. has, like, always been kind of in, like, a police state, really. But, like, this is kind of, like, yeah, I mean, this has given the police so much power. Like, I mean, what what the fuck? Yeah, no, it, it's fuck? kind of insane. Uh, and, like, you know, one of, one of the few things that have kind of, like, advanced kind of... Um, progressive principles and stuff like that in the UK has been people's ability to peacefully protest in a way that can disrupt um, like the flow of commerce and industry because it's effective you know money money talks in the world that we live in you know so if you're able to lock yourself onto vehicles and stuff like that you know that costs money so things change you know and and any form of effectiveness will just be stamped out. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is like I saw some of the things from like oh, I think it was like Insulate Britain or something, and they like glued themselves to fucking like the road and fucking managed to disrupt traffic for a few hours. 
and yeah. like and some of what they were doing was that like basically linked together through those fucking things but like how can how can the western world like hold itself up as like a beacon of democracy when they like remove every form of protest that can achieve anything like you know like there is no like if you believe you're living in a democracy or there's any such thing as like free press or freedom of information like you're lying to yourself like that just that doesn't exist and anything any change you want to see any way of getting there will be taken away from you and like this is happening faster in the uk but if we were having more effective protests and stuff here it'd probably be happening here as well we're just a little bit behind so you know (laughs) yeah well you can see it because like we were effective during like say the water charges movement and it was like after that kind of happened that you see like Finna Gale basically pumping shit tons of money into the fucking into like uh, like armed guard units and shit like that and like making like special services and shit and those armed guards get called out for everything now I mean uh, of of a country that prides itself on its uh, unarmed police force Uh, we're starting to rely very heavily on an armed police force once more peel back the farce of like of like what we say and what we do you know like i i've seen Mm -hmm. more cops with guns in the last two years than i have in the last 15 you know yeah like and it's like it's commonplace now for like i don't know if there's like some event where like say like some foreign dignitary is going to be around. There will be armed men around. Right? Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's uh, it, it's just shocking. Uh, things are just yeah escalating uh, faster and faster. It seems um, the world feels closer and closer to falling apart. I mean, we're hearing more about climate catastrophe every day. The pandemic's just not going to go away. Like you know, I think I think we have to stem our optimism to like when COVID is over to like how do we cope with COVID you know yeah yeah and I, I like I like cope with COVID not living with COVID because that <laughs> oh, was, God. Yeah. <laughs> that's forever Li- living now. living might be uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's the exact opposite of our, of what this government's plan actually has turned out to be. Dying from COVID would be more accurate. Or just, yeah, um, I mean, you know, I guess living has a broad term, like, you know. <laughs> living is not being alive, necessarily, like, you know. Uh, it's just shocking. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the world's just quite different now, it, it feels like, especially in our little corner, you know. yeah. Yeah, well, like, this is it. COVID has already had this huge effect on society and the economy and uh, how things are structured. And that's going to continue to happen uh, because this is not... It's it's a, it's a thing that's just going to be here for forever because these governments, these capitalist governments that have been, like, eroded by 40, 50 years of neoliberalism... Uh, have just fucking they, they just they don't they don't have any capacity to deal with the crisis uh, other than through the means in which they have set up to deal with the crisis with the crises beforehand which is more militarism like at the eu border well we could talk about the eu border right now um the more militarism and of course the us obviously just all about the militarism and i i think it's it's becoming like 
I, I feel like there's more and more people in the U.S. talking about how much the their government is actually spending on the military. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, like, because... the government's paying for the military for all of the West. Like, Europe likes to be like, oh, look, we're able to do... And I wanted to talk about this. Oh, look, we're able to do social democracy and all this kind of thing. And look at how little we spend on our armies and then how much we help our people. And then the U.S. is like, we're pulling out of Afghanistan. And Europe's like, no, don't do it. Help us. We're living vicariously through you, U.S. Army. <laughs> like, just to rub salt in... In the wounds of, like, the defeated European Empire, which, like, has, like, Europe, Europe is such a wimp now, like, you know, like, it, it, it just heavily relies, like, NATO is just the US Army. That you know, yeah. Germany and an France and all that just, Army, just complain yeah. about what they're doing in Britain. They're like, "Oh no, please help us, US, in maintaining our <laughs> empire, so that we can like steal the goods of empire and pretend to do uh, or, or change what socialism is defined to by spreading those goods a little bit to our people." Like you know, like this is the huge issue with with social democracy because we're not talking about like. Like, uh, how do we actually, like, produce uh, industrially the goods that we consume in the areas that we need? We have a economy which is based off the exploitation of the third world. And social democracy and Western powers is, like, how do we exploit those nations and share them around? Like, it is, and I'll say this, and it's a hot take, it's fascism. Like, social democracy in the West is... You know, socialism for white people through the exploitation of of developing nations. You know, and like people who are pushing for social democracy as a way of change, like are so misled. Like it's not a progressive policy. Like you know, and although we should have healthcare and stuff like that, like we should produce the things that we need in order to do that. We shouldn't rely on kind of like uh, outside outside industrialization of other nations. Like you know, it it it's crazy. Like you know, we shouldn't live the lives as good as we well, it's do. It's the colonial mentality. Yeah. Like, you know, through the em- through the U.S. empire. Like you know, because we we're not yeah, even exactly. decent enough to have our own army because we don't want to spend the money on on our own empire. Like you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, it's just absolute insanity. And like. As soon as you try and do something that fervors industry in this country, then everyone just complains about it. It's like, oh, let's build wind turbines to produce electricity. Oh, no, not in my backyard. Let's have a mine so that we could mine minerals. Oh, no, it's terrible. Like, you know, let's, you know, (laughs) let's have a factory. It's poisoning the air. Like, we have to get over ourselves. If we want goods, we have to be able to produce them ourselves. And if we can't do that, we don't deserve them, you know? Like, it's as simple as that. In my head, at least. You know? And it doesn't mean there can't be global trade or solidarity or anything like that. Well, there would have to be, because there's, like... There's probably not a lot of lithium here, you know. We'd have to trade for some lithium, I think. Sure, but, like, we're so far away from that being, like, an, a mutual and equal exchange is the issue, you know? Oh, 100%, yeah. But, like, that is just purely because of the fucking imperialism, which is, like, 
created from and embodied in the global economy in terms of U.S. empire. It's true. The Europeans that yeah, yeah, the cr- crumbled European empire, like you know, it's it's a shambles. Look, it's a shambles. Like fucking. Brexit really fucked everything right <laughs> up, didn't it? Well, I mean, it, it, it definitely kind of, like, peeled back the curtain. I think the Brits thought they were, like, still a superpower or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the Brits leaving was the stupid. Like, I mean, I mean, what should have happened was the Greeks should have fucking left in 2015. And that's that would have fucking peeled back the curtain just as much. And it would have been, yeah. It would have fucking... At least been more enlightened. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that would have... Like there, would, like, there wouldn't be a Brexit after that, you know? There wouldn't have been a Brexit. Yeah, it would, it would have been definitely a different history. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, say la vie, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we just... We, 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 we firmly established that we live... In the worst time. I look. I think we have. It could be a worse timeline. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh, it could. Yeah. But like, we're just not there yet. <laughs> it's because this is the fucking worst time. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as that. Like, you know, but it's certainly not the best timeline by a by a long stretch. You know. <laughs> I, for one, welcome my place as middle management in the U.S. Empire. (laughs) (laughs) And, my God, will I fight for my right to have a McDonald's. Bureaucrat to the end. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like crazy at the minute. Um, And the more I hear, the more I get frustrated at both... uh, the so-called left and the so-called right. I think I'm uh, I'm becoming uh, just just a, a raging no. entity on my own. Like you know. Ah yeah, like that's just the rage. Like I mean, every so often the rage consumes us all. But maybe let's talk a little bit about labor, where labor is right now, because like <laughs> that'll really yeah. subside my rage. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's let's talk about these issues because these are important issues. I think I think like we want labor to be organized and we got to start. Uh, the you know it's it's up to people to to join unions, like Katu and like the IWW and and just get out there and fight for your fucking interests because they are under attack daily. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if people have been following it, but like the stuff that's coming out of the Kellogg's factory are oh yeah like, it's insane <laughs> people are doing like 16 hour shifts with an eight hour time off back to like 16 hour shifts seven days a week like that's not enough time to sleep the amount you're meant to sleep you need like there's that's just it's it's insane it's criminal like that should be criminal i mean it's it's criminal it's like, in lots of places, but that, like, eight hours, that's how much you're meant to sleep. You clock off work, you spend an hour going home, you gotta eat, like, food and stuff, that's another hour at least. You sleep 
for a couple of hours and you're back in like that you can't live that way like that's that's pure insanity like like I have so much solidarity for the workers there and if you're listening to this like look into what's happening don't buy Kellogg's boycott do not Abs- buy boycott. don't cross the line like yeah. like don't right here don't cross the picket line you know they are so evil like you know they and and until the union gets the conditions that they want like we have to support them in solidarity you know yeah a hundred percent um it's uh, it's it's so awful to just read about what like labor standards and labor practice in the u.s because like i'm following a lot of unionization in the u.s there's like you know starbucks formed which first... is amazing yeah yeah and i was like that's the first ever starbucks union and i was like oh my god like my mind was kind of blown by that i was like you know, but the like, thing is, as soon as they try and unionize, Starbucks was like destroys just them, yeah. was just like taking people out of that shop and spreading them around ever Starbucks because it's such a huge company. You just move people around. As soon as they're like, we want to write, like vote for a union, it's like, oh, you've got a job replacement. You know. I feel like I should have read more about this, but do you know what percentage of workers voted for the union? Um, so I think it was somewhere like two thirds. It was like, it was like 22. Of all workers? Or is this of... No, no, this is just in one Starbucks. So it's in New York and I believe there is about 30 employees and like 22 of them voted for it. Like eight of them didn't. So like somewhere around there. Now I, I glanced the article or I read the article, you know a while ago but it's it's something like that but this is the first it's not all starbucks this is one starbucks there's still a long way to go yeah <laughs> it seems starbucks. to me like uh it seems to me like you know the because the, there's these huge fucking conglomerates in the u.s that are spread out everywhere like it seems to me like those unions should be like collaborating with each other and like but like this is the first so Hopefully there'll be more, and they'll collaborate with each other, and it'll evolve into, like, a thing that will... Like one big union, you Kind of like one big union. But, like, you see stuff like this happening with, like, you know, the fight for 15 or whatever. So, like, um, like fast food workers who've been fighting for years now for, like, better workplace conditions. Yeah, and, like, I mean, they know, probably want to increase... KFC... They uh, probably you know, want to increase King. that 15 at this stage. It's been so long. It's been... <laughs> I, uh, with the funny. current inflation it's going funny, on in the but US. I want to cry it's yeah. funny but I want to cry because like it should be fight for 21 or fight for 22 like you know and that's like bare minimum like re- realistically they should be fighting for like near near enough to 30 quid because like they're never going to get 30 quid but they might give you like half a 30 quid which is 15 and you're after where your minimum wage where you should be and then you keep fighting from there you but know? if you look at the profits of these companies of course they could pay their workers that much you know they take in millions if not billions of dollars billions like most you know, of these companies are billions starbucks fucking rakes in billions and they're increasing. They're getting more every year. That is stolen labor costs off of the workers. Like, you know, if you are struggling to feed your family, to give some 
feckin' millionaire shareholder their extra millions. Like, that is just so... That's such an injustice. That's such an injustice in the world. Like, whatever you believe about, you know, like, a shareholder taking up risk or whatever and deserving payment... If, if there are people involved in a company, one person should not have so much money they don't know what to do with while the other person is is, is starving and homeless. Like, cannot Sorry, support I, I, their I couldn't hear you all the way needs. out here on my yacht. My, <laughs> like, it's my, insanity. You know. Like, I, the money is there to just pay the workers. Like, it would be a hit to your whatever, your profits, but they can take the hit. Like, it's it's nothing in the grand scheme of things. I wouldn't be able to swim in a pool of money, though, in, in my in my. If you have a job, house. if you have a job, you should be able to live. Like, the, even if you're even if you're the most stone, cold-hearted capitalist in the world, you should believe that if you have a job, you should be able to survive. Can we at least agree on that? Like you know, hard work. I don't work, know if modern capitalists would agree to that. Like I mean, I think, you know, I think they just want to avoid the question of like their workers' lives as much as possible. I don't mean capitalist as in someone who owns a business. I mean like supporters of it. capitalist apologists. Like even yeah, if you're, yeah. even if Boom you're, lickers is what you mean, right? Well, look, I'm trying to appeal to them, so uh, I'm sorry <laughs> if you're a bootlicker out there. Let me try and approach it differently. Uh, if you are a bootlicker, surely you should understand that, like, if someone works full time, eight hours a day, they should have enough money to support themselves, to start a family, to have a home, and eventually get a mortgage and buy that home. Like, isn't this the world? that you That's believe in. That's the world that, that most boomers had. You know, they had a chance. They had they got to do all those things. But people but... like fast food. Don't you think a fast food worker should be able to do that so that we can live in a society where you can live off the sweat of your brow and eat fast food and everyone wins? Like, you know? Like, why can't that exist? Like, if... if I'm actually profit margins... Problem yeah, I get need it. To go up and up and up. But how can you support that? Like you know, like like if you are conservative, like you know, I think we, if you really think about it, we're on the same side here. Like you know, I want to see someone who's able to get a job and survive doing that job. Like that's what I want to see. You know. Well, if you wanna, you know, you gotta fight for it. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is why, worker co-ops, let's get started. You are the shareholders. Like, this is the way to go. Um, I've actually been coming up with a business plan uh, to try and start a worker co-op in Sligo, which is going to be pretty exciting. Uh, cafe tattoo shop. You know, just to try try do something, uh, create space, and then from there, hopefully, keep, keep rolling on the co-op projects. That's... That's my passion in life, anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's very exciting. It's like, if you can make it happen. But, uh, it's it's going to take a bit of, uh... It's going to take a hot, money, a hot cash injection is going to be necessary. Yeah, yeah. 
for for the whole thing to take off. But I think it, I think once the ball gets rolling, you've got a good shot because it's it sounds fucking banging. Like yeah, right, here we go to. I mean, a, um, you know, like aside, like you know, maybe I'd want to open a mine, work a co-op mine. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like I'll start with the cafe that seems more achievable uh, at this stage in my life as a as a crummy poor uh, anarcho-syndicalist sitting here like you know the <laughs> starting up a work co-op mine might be a bit difficult I feel like that's the kind of thing that you have to steal off of a capitalist like you know like you and the other workers have to like rise a mine up. a factory yeah, these are the things. These are the things you should be stealing, people. Yeah, yeah. Sit down, yeah. strikes. Yeah, forget stealing bread. Steal the bread factory. Yeah. <laughs> yes, bread factory. Wait, bread factory. <laughs> give, give, that, give them. What? Is that is that a take? A bread oh, factory? I, look, right. <laughs> I'm sure it is. All those like sliced. Sliced breads or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The sliced no, pans. that's just someone's granny in like that's not, in the basement like, somewhere. That's not coming from the local baker, like you know. <laughs> Those yeah, things yeah, are yeah. factories. That's got a conveyor belt churning out loaves of bread. Oh God. Like Brennan's isn't some old man like sitting there in a <laughs> in a baker like <laughs> knocking out like this like weird bread that's like not even quite bread. Like, it's just, have you tried to like, make... It's so square. It's so And it's square. so squishy. Like, have you ever made bread at home? Like, it doesn't come out like the sliced pan. That was created by Margaret Thatcher to brainwash oh, the up. working classes. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm only joking. But didn't she, yeah. didn't she, wasn't she involved in like, in like sliced pan or something? Really? I don't know. I hear all these things like that and soft serve ice cream or whatever. Because she used to be a food chemist or whatever. Really? I did not know that about Margaret Thatcher. This is a hot take. Like, I could be lying out my arse, but this is what, like, I've heard all the time. Is like, okay. she was part of the, the whatever, the, the scientists. I'm sure it would be, I'm sure it would be on her Wikipedia page. Ah, uh, yeah, because that's, that's definitely going to be free from hot takes. I mean, I love Wikipedia, and it's mostly right, but about, like, celebrities, I wouldn't trust it as far as I could throw it, you know? And I can't throw it. It's immaterial. I don't know. But she's dead now, so maybe it's, like, more, uh, you know, less anyone can just... Because I don't know. I don't know how Wikipedia works. But, like, don't they have it now so that, like, you can't... It's not just anyone who can come in and edit a thing now. I thought you could. I don't know. Well, um, I think you need an account, but, like, you can just make an account. Yeah, but I think you're, like, limited and, like, you're sub like subject to review and stuff, and it's, like... Yeah, you are subject to review, sure. But, I mean, look, everyone that I know has heard that Margaret Thatcher did soft serve ice cream and... And uh, sliced pan. So, so weird she, like, soft food. That was like her thing. Like weirdly soft bread and weirdly soft ice cream. Weirdly, yeah. No, that was like her thing. Kind of for such actually. a hard, for such a hard lady. 
that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She got all her softness out in her food days. <laughs> 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 she was she was a real bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we get uh before we get investigated by special branch, we should uh, probably change the <laughs> we should probably change the topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, we were just talking about Kellogg's and uh how also fucked they are. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And how fucked they are. Well, we weren't talking about how fucked they are. They're they're pretty bad. They've got that whole um, family mentality thing that I absolutely mm. despise. Despise We're a in family companies. business. Yeah, like no, not a family business. Like you know, like you're you're like called a team We're member. Four families. And like yeah, like yeah. oh, Everything or a team associate or some oh, bullshit God. like that. And they're like, you know, we we're like a family in this company. Like, you know, we have to be there for each other. Like, if you have any leftist politics in you, you know why you're there. To make money for them. And they would fire you as quickly as that was no longer beneficial to them. Sometimes even just to mix things up because they got someone new in corporate. Like, you know, sometimes you are making money for them, but there's someone new gets in and they're like well I have to change something so it looks like I did a job because that's what jobs yeah, at the top yeah, are yeah, like yeah, you know? yeah. you're fired yeah, you're the one I we're having a layoff or, or we're introducing some weird statistics about how work's done like that's how work actually works like you know it's like yeah, ridiculous yeah. like it's insanity so but I started it, I work- mean that's all like the that's all this like bullshit jobs stuff right I mean that's like David Graver. Bullshit yeah, jobs. like he like, nailed it. Like, but it's it's yeah, so yeah. true. It's like you can't actually put statistics. So, so like I work in a call center or whatever. Now I've just started. They've got like uh, statistics about like trying to keep your call time down and stuff like that that you meant to keep it. But some things take a long time. Like, like uh-huh, sometimes uh-huh. it's better to like <laughs> take the time to do something right. Like, if you're just looking at, like, this raw data about, like, a worker's productivity, you're not getting a full story. Like, it's far more complex than that. You know, you can't just look at times and stuff like that. Like, there's so much more to it. Especially in something like customer care, where you're trying to make a customer happy. Like, that's insanity to be, like, you're taking too long or whatever, you know? Too long, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like you know yeah I don't want to say too much because <laughs> I might company. get fired <laughs> I mean there's that but also you know I used to work for this company <laughs> essentially so yeah so yeah I kind of know the bullshit that you're going through right now because I've been there been there done that yeah for sure it's just it's just a weird one like and it's just like it said this is just when like high up corporate members get in and they just want to feel like they do a job like you know because ultimately they contribute nothing like you know they they just sit in the office and they point at like decisions that anyone could make and because they're already in a thriving company like capitalism just drives it to make more money like you know, it 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 there. It's not a skill. It's not a talent. If you're there at the right time in the right place, you win. You know, 
if you're born into it, you win. If not, good luck and thanks for yeah. all the fish. That's exactly what you should do. Ask for your slice of the pie. Like, it's not unreasonable. And if you're the kind of person that's like, I don't want to pay, like, Jews or anything like that for, like, a, for, like, the union or whatever. Like, it's too expensive. Like, they need that money to create that organizational body. And they will make you more money in the future. Whether it's adding benefits into your work. Whether it is getting an actual pay raise. Like, this stuff doesn't happen if your boss feels like they can walk all over you and there's no consequences because they will a company is there to make money you are a cost and you are a money maker you have to fight so that you can get as much money from the cost side of it up to close to how much money you're making for them like you know because they don't get you know they, they don't do work to make their money they get money from you doing work and you at least deserve a large portion of that. Come on. Like, let's be reasonable. If you're doing the work, you deserve a large portion of what you make. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you, but and you at the very least deserve not to be fucking treated like the fucking Kellogg's workers in the States. Yeah. God. Yeah. I would and even you... argue you... As a socialist, I believe you should make all of that money that you earn. Like, you know, this is the ridiculous bit. You oh, hear yeah. you hear people complain about, oh, I don't want to pay taxes, like blah, blah, blah. They're taking the money that you earn. Your yeah, boss yeah. is taking more the of the money that you earn. <laughs> <laughs> it just isn't all on your paycheck your... at all, so you don't see it. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, this is just it. You, you have no idea the value of what you're doing is to your employer it's just you're making so you're making them so much money just by doing things like sending emails and fucking doing like these boring little minutiae things like you're making all kinds of money for them yeah. because you're yeah because the company would grind to a halt without the workers like you know yeah, and that's exactly. what a strike is about like that's like, like yeah, you're the ones doing the work. Do. They bring everything to you. You just deserve a slice of the pie. You don't deserve minimum wage. No matter what you do, minimum wage, maximum rage. Like, you know, organize, organize, organize. Get on to the wobblies. Find out if your company already has a union. Go to meetings if you can. Give money where you can. Like, just absolutely fight. Because we are losing rights. The world is changing. You know? And 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 there's not going to be people looking out for you if you don't seek those people out. Like, you know, we are stronger together. You know? And an injury to one is an injury to all. An injury to all. Yeah. If you're really interested in co-ops, like, I want to talk to you. Like, and I'm sure other members of the collective want to talk to you too. I really want to talk to you. This is my passion. If you're like, hey, I think the boss deserves none of my wage. Like, none of the money that I earn. And I want to start a worker co-op. So that we're all the bosses. And we all get a chunk of the pie that we earn. Talk to me. Like, this is my passion. Like, it can happen even if you feel like it's so far out of your reach. If it's something that you want, let's have a conversation. Let's sit down. 
you know let's associate let's work out how you can get the money to start it let's put together a business plan you know like I want there to be a community and a network of support in this country you know I want there to be unions for people who work for others and I want there to be a democratic workplace for everyone else which will be everyone given enough time if you believe you have the right to vote for your government you have the right to vote in your workplace which you spend probably most of your life at anyway most of your waking life for most people is spent at work why wouldn't you get a say in that you understand that business in and out even if it's just a section of it and you know what works and what doesn't have a say and get your slice of the pie Remember, you can always find us on our website at affinitycollective.info. You can always email us at affinitycollective at protonmail.com. Please get in touch if you're interested in the project or if you want to do your own thing and want some help. Uh, We're always always here for you. We're always down for a chat. If you want to come on the podcast, give us a chat too. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I've been Mouse. Lots been of love Sandra. and stay safe in this crazy world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get Omicron. <laughs> or do get Omicron. Isn't that what they want people to do? So that one spreads. No. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye.